You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com. And streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's L.A. Complex After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424 424- 256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's LA Complex After Show. <laughs> hello, hello, guys. <laughs> we are back. Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another exciting after show for the L.A. Complex, Season 2, which we didn't think was going to happen, but Season 2, Episode 1. I'm your host, Emil Ennis Jr., and I'm joined here with... I'm Kelly. I'm loving the music. I'm sorry. (laughs) Bam Erickson. And Miriam Gonzalez. And if you want to tweet us, you can tweet us at AfterBuzzTV or call in 424 256-1729. So before we even begin, let's talk about where we left off last time. And if you haven't caught our uh, MTV special, it's on YouTube now, so if you want to catch that, or iTunes, and we chatted with Ben. With Ben Watson, he plays Tariq. Um, But we left off where Connor was burning his house down. Yes. Uh, Connor was burning his house down. Raquel was pregnant. Yes, and she doesn't know who the daddy is, but she's going to assume Mm -hmm. it's Connor. Yeah. Because she's not going to go back to Gary. Right. Oh, yeah, Gary. Oh, yeah. Don't forget about Gary. no Gary today. (laughs) Yeah, no Um, Gary today. Alicia, what what did we leave off with her? Alicia (laughs) got the, she she booked the gig. She got the the, the Asha tour. Okay, um, Tariq and Cal. Cal was beating the crap out of him. Yeah. He got caught. And then Abby booked the gig. Yeah. She booked a gig for a movie, and then um, did we say anything about Nick? Oh, oh yeah. And Nick got the Comedy Fest in Montreal. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So everybody was kind of moving in a, well, in a great direction. Almost everybody, but yeah. <laughs> um, so let's start this episode with Connor and Raquel. So Connor is outside his house, which is now completely gone. Fire department's outside. He seems, a beer. <laughs> he seems to be completely <laughs> happy that he burned his house down. I mean, he hated the place. So. Yeah. Well, it wasn't that he hated the place. He just was lonely there, yeah. and he has no one. And so for him to be at this home with this new found career and this newfound fame it was it's a very lonely place to be and he just he didn't know how to handle it and yeah. so burning his headshot on the stove scar. oh goodness i mean lucky for him in most situations i would think people would be like yeah no sorry we're gonna have to let you go and get another actor but you know the the director and the producers were cool enough to be like hey we're gonna just gonna write this into the script mm-hmm. yeah the more that he wants to fail he succeeds. Yeah, I wish that could happen for me. Really? Seriously, <laughs> right? Well, it's not about failing. It's about self-sabotage. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Self-sabotage is a win-win. It's like, what's that saying? There's no publicity. Any good publicity, bad publicity, it's all good publicity. Right. right. Yeah. 
It's the same thing in this case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, who does he run to, though? He runs to He runs Raquel. to Raquel. I like how when they open this, all the different scenes with all the different characters, how Raquel's, like, sitting there with, like, what, five or six pregnancy tests? Yeah. Trying to figure out, like, oh, my God. And she's actually, did you notice she was smiling? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's a little happy about being I, a little I think so prego. Too. It's something a little bit. she needs something in her life, something new because you know her career is failing. And <laughs> I think, I mean, it is, mm-hmm. and she's getting older. She's getting up there in age. <laughs> I think. Oh, I was like, where's yeah. the baby coming from? <laughs> the baby's a game changer. Yeah, it yeah. is, well, especially because she still wants to be young. She doesn't want to play. You know, there are different stages when you're, you know getting a little bit older and she doesn't want to go into her next stage she still wants to play the young role she doesn't want to play the mom she doesn't want to be the in-between yeah. she wants to stay in those young roles so we'll see what this pregnancy does how she's going to accept it and what i found interesting is how she was pr- she was practicing how she was going to tell connor that she's pregnant and right. then he comes knocking on the door yeah and she's like that's funny yeah <laughs> Good timing, Connor, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But she yeah. still doesn't tell him. She yeah. just keeps making excuses on why she's not going to drink. Well. And that was pretty. I mean, I think women sometimes do go through that when they're at a point in their career and they're not sure if they want to tell the person or not if they're going to have the baby. And it's just kind of one of those things where they have to kind of prepare mentally to tell the other person, hey, I'm pregnant. You're the father. Well, I think under the circumstances, if you break down the situation and her knowing what's going on, here Connor is. He's got this giant Cyclops thing going on with his eye (laughs) from when he got his butt kicked at the bar. Now he's burnt down his house. It's obvious something's wrong. He didn't burn it down. It was bad wiring. Bad wiring. <laughs> I like that. He, come, you know, he just comes in, assumes that she's going to let him stay at, his, at her place. And that was the thing. That's what also made her change her mind on how quickly she was going to say it to him. Mm. Because here he is. He comes in. He's like, uh, I'm here. I'm pouring myself a drink. And uh, I burned my house down. Oh, wait. Bad wiring. And by the way, can I stay here? Yeah. Right. And so she's like, whoa. I mean, it's overwhelming. It's like, oh, yeah, sure, you can stay here. And by the way, I'm pregnant. Yeah. 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 She's it, not yeah. going to say that. Yeah, it, right. was totally, it was totally bad timing. But I like the dynamics of the relationship today because it was just them spending time together. They weren't just in the hotel having sex as mm-hmm. they normally do when it wasn't late. I mean, they took a whole day. Well, oh. I was going to say what I thought was funny was when they were trying to figure out what to do besides sex or drinking. They decided yeah. to go to Runyon and like fully dress. Um, yeah. I'm sorry, but there is yeah. no way, Absolutely no, no way. way on earth that Raquel would have done that side no. of Runyon in wedge heel shoes. I, I struggle in tennis no shoes. Way. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, it's There's pretty, no yeah, way. Hard. Sorry, LA Complex. Oh, and for people who don't know what Runyon is, it's like a series of hiking trails and they have like an easy, a medium, and a hard. It's a celebrity. Yeah. Look yeah. who's who. I want to be. It's a scene. I mean, it's a gr- but it's, 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 it's a great it, hike. It's a great hike and it overlooks Hollywood and you can see downtown on a clear day. You can, you know, see all the <laughs> way to the, you can see downtown and all the way to the yeah. beach if mm-hmm. it's, you know, if it's not too smoggy that day. But it's a nice it's a nice hike. But they and if you're familiar with Wayne Canyon, as most people in LA are, the side that they walk up on, it's it's like the it's the, it's the hardest side, side, but it's hard. Yeah. It there's like dirt steps and you <laughs> yeah. just kind of slide and I've slid down that in tennis shoes. <laughs> Because you can't really get a grip, and no. there's no way in her 
wedge heel shoes if she was going to make it up those, you know, wooden wannabe rock dirt steps. Sorry. With, with, a, with, a, with a small jacket and a and purse. And a giant <laughs> purse at that. Yeah. I can barely do it with a bottle of water in my hand. <laughs> I carry a backpack. Yeah, it was, it was totally inappropriate. And what's so funny is you see all the extras in the clothes that yeah. they're supposed to wear when, yeah. they, when they take the walk. And then they're all dressed, you know. And they're dressed up like they're going well, out. Well, I like how she she in order to deter from the whole drinking thing, how she was like, you know what? Let's do something different than what we normally do. And it's the fact that all they do is hook up. And so because she's pregnant, she's thinking in the grander scheme of things, like, let's try and get to know each other. Each other. Right. And it got to that point where they're at the top of Runyon, which, why did they go back down the dirt side? Like, <laughs> you know, Apparently that's the only side of Runyon today. That's <laughs> <laughs> the worst side um, in my eyes. I'm like, dying. Anyhow, they're sitting at the top of that bench, which is an awkward bench to sit on. And she proceeds to start asking him questions about his childhood, which she's never done before. So now it's a whole getting to know you kind of thing. And as she's learning that her de- his dad that raised him wasn't exactly mm, the nicest guy, that he may not have come from the best childhood. And that's the first time that you see that interaction with the two of them. And, right. that, and he was abused because he mentions the whole thing about uh, when he put a spike to uh, his hand while yeah. they were camping as a kid. Yeah. And Raquel asked, was that an accident? And, and he said, "Depends on depends who on ask. who you ask." So she sees, uh, and then he cuts that conversation. Yeah. Like right after that, he cuts it. She starts to see him get uncomfortable. So then she saves the day by, "All right, well, let's go back to the Lux, and you know, we'll just hang out." And he's like, "Yes, let's do that." But I like how that before they go to the Lux, they do like this whole like cheesy uh, Hollywood Boulevard so tour, cheesy. and the fact that they turned into actors on. Hollywood Boulevard as just let's be somebody that we're not yeah. oh we're like a couple yeah. vacationing and we're married and we're gonna learn <laughs> about was it Scientology, Scientology yes, yes. <laughs> to the Scientology recruiters yeah. that we're trying and he's getting all and Connor being as messed up as he is poor guy he, fall- he, want, he falls yeah. for it because they're talking about erasing bad memories from your mind oh, and all Lord. the magical wizardry that Scientology can do she was a bit young and didn't, I don't know I've been to the Scientology building and I don't girls don't really look like her. <laughs> oh, you've been inside? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think that was possible. I've never been inside. Did they, did they let you out after you go inside? You've never you I've never been inside the Scientology building. You've never I've been yeah. You no, never I gone to an audition been. or they have events and stuff. I mean it's Oh, I thought you meant there for like religious purposes. Oh no 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 oh, <laughs> <laughs> no. But no I I've been there okay. you know but yeah. they just but don't was, look like her. It was really interesting yeah, the pitch like, that you know, because she didn't say like it was this whole other thing. It, they didn't say Scientology, but it was really funny because the closed captioning <laughs> called her the Scientologist. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like their own take on that. But it was really interesting the pitch that she gave to him and what intrigued him was, you know, this is a new kind of thinking, this new age kind of thing that can help you get rid of bad memories and help you move into a better place in your life and that's what hooked him he wants to get rid of this childhood that he had he doesn't want to think about it he doesn't want to be reminded of it and i think that's a lot of what's holding him back yeah and so what was interesting was raquel once she saw the lady's motives she was like let's go let's get out of here Mm -hmm. now i thought that he needs help and I, I thought that she's trying well I don't know she was trying to help him 
I don't know. She but thinks that's not, the right way to help. Yeah, yeah, he may not need that kind of help. And I think that she, she, because you see the expression on her face when he starts asking questions. She's mm-hmm. like, oh, no. Because she obviously at the top of the canyon, like, heard what he was, you know, that he has these struggles. And yeah. that's just not, you know, the best way to yeah, handle you're it. you're right. Yeah. So no, I think that's why she, yeah, yanked him out of there a real quick. therapist in a bottle of Xanax. Yeah. <laughs> She's yeah. like, can I get that book online? She's like, no, I promise no, me you pro- won't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, then they they go back to the Lux and um and they're talking, and then uh, he decides he wants to throw a party. Well, I like how initially before they get there, how he's like, she's like, why don't we just you know go back and drink or watch a movie? Yeah. Like she's really trying to no no drinking. She said, let's oh, order Mr. Chow. Mr. Chow's, watch a movie. First off, just who orders Mr. Chow's? <laughs> <laughs> Does Mr. Chow's deliver? <laughs> I think that was just. I, didn't know that. I think that was just a simple throw. Like you know, let's yeah. let's throw out a, a nice big holly. Uh, you know, a big Hollywood hot spot. Yeah. I don't think Mr. Child delivers. No, they're going to deliver to the luck. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing when they when she is she's trying to I don't know maybe turn it into a whole couple situation and bring him to be a little bit softer in their hanging out thing mm-hmm. instead of it being such a booty call and so late night and so two a.m. Right. And so when he goes and he blows it and he pretty much throws all his money at the the two writers, the USC writers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's kind yeah, of slapped to the face. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she was definitely not happy about that. No, I wouldn't. And be. considering that all they did together was have sex and drink, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how long she can go without, ed- you know, how many excuses she can she come up with about why she's not drinking, right? Mm. And how long she can go without telling him, without and also without having sex. Well, no, they already no, did. Yeah, they can, yeah, they, no, they can they have, have sex. sex yeah. yeah. Oh, you, um, you're I mean, right. it's only <laughs> it's only weird if it's mental and you're thinking you're hitting the baby's head. <laughs> Just say, <laughs> but you can still have sex. But no, I think I mean there's all ways that she can go around the drinking thing. Oh, I want to be healthy. Oh, I want to lose weight. Oh, I'm doing a cleanse. It's very right, Hollywood. But she was it's such a, such a big drinker though. Oh yeah. Because when she got busted by Gary, she's drinking champagne. You know this cracked out champagne in the <laughs> no. middle of the morning. Yeah. Remember? Which is why so. I thought it was funny. She was like, "Oh, it's 10 a.m. It's way too early." I was like, yeah. "Oh, you've done that before." Right. <laughs> yeah. And that's why he was kind of like, "Um, okay." So there's, I don't know how many excuses he's going to buy from here on out. So well, I like though how you know he has his moment at, the, at during the complex party. He has his moment. And he's diving from the second floor. I've only seen that happen from one other group of friends of mine, and I don't recommend it. It's not the safest thing. <laughs> but even she's like, "You're crazy." Yeah. Yeah. He's doing everything in his power to pretty much kill himself or in, you know, just to hurt himself. And, you know, kind of a little bit of watching that is a little frustrating for me to watch because I get it. You know, people have issues, but you're not the only one. Like a lot of everybody has a story. You know, people have all of that, but you're on a a nice track to get somewhere good. And you've already thought that you lost it. They gave you another chance. And still... There's n- there's nothing to satisfy. Nothing. He, he doesn't know how to handle it. So my question is this. When he finds out about the kid, mm-hmm. uh, do you think that's going to change the way he does things? I hope it does. But, I mean, it could go one of, you know, one of two ways. I don't know. I mean, you know, he declared... Um, them and, and they declared the he declared them as a uh, boyfriend and girlfriend yeah. as a relationship. He said, you know, uh, you have a great ass. We're good together. Let's just <laughs> let's be together. And so they're together. And so you wonder how long would she hold off now that 
they're together, they're happy, they're in a relationship. So there's a lot of different ways that I think that it can go. They're in a relationship and she's pregnant. And so there's a couple dynamics that I think is going to help push their story. But you also have to remember, too, how good is his word? He, right before that, he said, let's get married. Yep. Before that, he said he was going to do a date night at home, watch ordering food, watching a movie. I before believe him. that, he's, he's he drunk, said, though. you know, exactly. He's drunk. Yeah. Like he's, he's drunk, wasted. off a building. He's wasted. Yeah. He's wasted. And he's asked her to move in before. Right. He changes it. So in the morning, are they still going to be a couple? Yeah. I hope so. I mean, I do too, but that depends on how bad the hangover is. Yeah. If anything, it just makes it easier for her to tell him about the pregnancy because now she has a right. reason. Mm-hmm. Little leverage, yeah. Yeah, I mean, she seems seems to. I mean, she seems to to be trying to come to terms with it because you know after they're together, he's asleep and she's kind of like you know cuddling with him, and there's the kind of expression, at least for me, on her face made me think that she's still trying to come to terms with it in her own head. You know, it's not real till it's real, right? Well, speaking of real. Caldrick and Tariq. Oh my gosh. This storyline. Um, I, I, I like teared up. I, I cried. Uh, I'm yeah. sorry. I cried. <coughs> when we started, we saw I'm just. A girl. I, 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 I cried. <laughs> wait, wait, were you really crying behind me? Yes. Oh. I, mean, I not like I like, sobbing, yeah, but yeah. I, but I like teared up, and I had some some yeah. I got. Teared. I think we all teared up just a little bit. I mean, yeah. it was a, it was an emotional I was, scene. I was li- yeah. It was like oh god, this is so sad. Yeah. Because uh, we started with Cal, and he was trying to figure out. Uh, well, first his lawyer and his people, or his person, was uh his homie from back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was ready to kick some butt. His eye was but did his eye bother you? His eye was kind of was he twitching? <laughs> no, it was just kind of low. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I always notice those things. Um, <laughs> So anyway, they were trying to figure out, you know, what what he was going to do as far as the whole situation went. And finally, um, Cal was like, you know, I'll take care of it. And taking care of it meant he was going to go also, to the Lux. What's but also, I was going to say, just explain a little bit, like, what they wanted to do as far as, like, the paper signing, the confidentiality. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. the lawyer wanted him to sign a confidentiality agreement saying that, or for Tariq to sign that saying, you know, nothing happened, blah, blah, blah. And then his guy was like, no, you know, I have a way I can handle it. And they're like, you know, you've done enough. Like, we don't need to take your route because we know what you're going to do. Yeah. Well, beyond that, it's the fact that his lawyer has his best, um, Cal's best interest right. at heart. Yeah. He is in the state of California. He's on parole from prison right. at that you know, he's just getting back into his career and now his actions can actually hurt him. But what they don't understand or know is the, the underlying situation right. to why that happened. Yeah. And so when, you know, he goes to the complex, you see Cal is really torn back and forth with the idea of who he is and who he really is. Yeah, I like the flashbacks he kept having. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. when yeah. he went to go see Tariq and he knocked on the window, uh, knocked on the door, no one was there. So then he goes to the window and then he goes and flashbacks to when he first went to visit um, Tariq at the complex and they're laying in bed after they just finished having business <laughs> and they're talking and he, you could totally tell like yeah. he's... You know, he totally misses Tariq. Yeah. Well, yeah. I thought, too, you, I thought he was pretty surprised because I I think he thought that Abby knew. Mm-hmm. So when he realized that she didn't, that's when his demeanor changed a little. Yeah. And yeah. he kind of softened up a little bit. <laughs> well, then, like, after that, he goes and meets with Dynasty. And no. that's when it got good. That, I was so happy for the, with the scene. I, I really was. Yeah. It totally took the stereotypical what you would think would happen in a hip-hop music industry situation to the opposite level mm-hmm. and made it very real. And the fact that Dynasty was like, you need to make this right with Tyreek or... I'm going to send this to the press. Yeah, right, because it's all had, recorded. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because 
um, the the producers basically said, you know, every there's always uh, surveillance, 24 hours, so everything is on there. And then Couch was like, you know, it's not what you it's not what you think you saw. And he was like, no, I, I saw what I saw. Because it made me think if the par- the parking lot obviously too. So remember oh. when they had that makeout scene in the parking lot? Yeah, I'm thinking it was all on there too. Interesting. But I also re- I also respect I also respect the. Uh, what is he, the record producer? Or He's the a owner, producer. The producer. I, res- I also respected him because he knew what happened. He saw what happened, but he never once pointed the finger or called him any names. And you're not keeping it real. I mean, there's so many ways that he could have that he could have gone uh, to, you know, to Caldrick. But I felt like this was a very respectful way. He kept it business and he didn't point the finger. He didn't say anything bad about him. He He knows, obviously, that he loves his boy and he's not judging him. Well, yeah. he said, make it right, and yeah. you know why. Yeah. So either you do it, or I'll tell everybody your business. Yeah. And it was a nice nice to see him uh, show a little sympathy for Tariq. Because, uh, yeah. you know, like how that whole dynamic has changed from the beginning <laughs> to where they are now is just completely different. Well, um, Tariq proved himself. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. Proved he proved himself, himself, even though he did it in very shady ways. You know, <laughs> with you know throwing the, was it the fourth or the fifth? The fourth. Yeah, the track. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the fact that he's been working with Caldrick and the work and the music's been coming out great. He knows that there's a potential in Tyreek. So for him to just disregard this and to, to just yeah, to brush it under the rug and to be mean about it, he loses out. Yeah. Right. You don't come across good talent, young talent like that so quickly. And that is going to work with some of the hardest people to work with mm-hmm. like Caldrick. So when he went to him in that respectful manner, I really admired his professionalism with how he Absolutely. handled it. Because he could have totally went what Caldrick thought would have happened. Mm-hmm. Could have went totally ghetto on him and could have <laughs> been like, listen, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you business. And then I think you're gay and all kinds of whatever could have went down with that. And he didn't. And so I admire the class of Dynasty. And he didn't even get um, confrontational with him. He was just like, look, this is what I I know. I don't want to hear. This is what I, I know what I saw. This is what it is. And I like that he stuck up, you know, he stuck up for, um, for Tariq and was like, you know, that, you know, basically, you know, that you were wrong. Fix it make it better I'm your you can make this sound however you want it to sound but this is what it is what about the first time you guys saw Tariq oh my god and the anticipation because I think everyone was pretty much waiting to see Tariq yeah. and we didn't see him probably till the last 45 minutes of this episode and so when you saw him it was just like it was heartbreaking the, <sighs> the eye it, I mean his the eye was just lip. yeah great makeup oh. artist by the way oh absolutely <laughs> I mean the, <laughs> I mean because he was looking busted yeah Really, little, really little bubbly busted. Ben. I was just thinking about when we had him at the. No, he's just just so, want to kiss your boo boo in your face. <laughs> no. Mom will make it all better for you. No, he looked. Ho- I mean, both of these guys are so phenomenal in these parts. Oh, I, yeah. I just, I really have to. I admire them, and they're just doing so great with it because it's such powerful stuff compared to the other storylines going on around them. It, they really steal the whole show. So my question is, I know obviously Dynasty knows what's on the hard drive, but yes. he's the only one who knows like what's really on the hard drive. Yeah. Yes. So his lawyer and his friend are they, have they just no idea. are yeah. trying to hide the fight. But yeah, they, they only okay. think it's the fight. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're like, don't apologize. You have yeah. nothing to admit. And I like how Cal yeah. was like trying to keep the hard demeanor, you know, make make it seem like everything was normal, even though he knew internally he wanted to apologize and as mm-hmm. soon as they left the room because yeah, be- Tariq asked to talk to him by himself. Yeah. Well, but but then also um 
the producer was like, listen, you know, you can have anything that you want. Are you sure? Because right. Tariq says, I just want a plane ticket home. And the lawyer is like, and his producer is like, you could get absolutely anything you want. You know, any really, again, looking out for Tariq, trying to mm-hmm. make him get anything he wants. And he was like, no, I just, my only thing I want is just a plane ticket home. And when, and then when Caldrick heard that, Caldrick knew like, Oh God! I think I'm about to lose him. Yeah, and so oh, he's when, already lost him. Yeah, but in his mind. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. but in his mind, yeah, yeah. as a, as you know, from yeah. a guy, we always think that we can always, no matter what we do, we can all, we always think that we can always get her or him back. Yeah, so, just by apologizing. Yeah, just about apologizing. Sorry, is gonna fix it all. And no. Not when you lay your hands on someone not like when, that. Not and no. No, I'm sorry. No. I mean ever but that was just gnarly i was expecting caldrick to want to speak with Tariq. Tariq wanted he couldn't to he couldn't do that though because yeah. then it would change the whole dynamic uh, like, why do you want to talk to him so bad yeah, yeah. So. so it was a good call that Tariq well, was Tariq. like i want to talk he to tried him to first remember he's the one that went searching for him yeah so he tried to but it just didn't he wasn't you know he wasn't where you're but the talk i mean just when you see them talking and it's like you I know think the first tear from cal is what got me yes mm. Yeah. He's not looking at his boo. Yeah, they were both they were both crying back and forth, and he was like, you know, I can't, you know, what, what you did to me, I, I can never erase this. And whenever I get close to someone, you know, this is what happens. And just the tears back and forth, I'm just like, oh. I, I love I love that scene because he's explaining to him, understand what you did. It's one thing to want to live this way and not want anybody to know about it. And you know whatever, but you need to understand the like the extreme part of what, of what you did to me in my life. I have to live with this every day, you know. And I I really like that piece of writing because that was the best thing. It yeah. it was yeah. so great because it wasn't only like you know oh you beat me up. Listen to what you did. This is gonna ruin me yeah. for my for for my future relationships. I'm gonna be scared S- now scorn. that this yeah. is what's gonna happen because of what you did. Well, and then oh, go, go, ahead. Ahead, go ahead. And then he signs a paper and yeah. says, "I never want to see you again." Yep. He even leaves the money behind. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And he then, really just wants to be done with it. He's like, I mean, he's heartbroken. Yeah. I mean, the person that you love is so scared to be with you and has to keep it so on the down low that they beat the living daylights out of you. I mean, with as hard as Cal was hitting him in the last episode of the last season i mean there was a lot of emotion it's one thing to just punch someone but when there's emotion behind it and the names he was calling them to oh but he was saying them to himself yeah you know the names that he was calling tyreek were just a reflection of his own thing and he knew that that's why he hit it harder but 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 as tyreek as you're getting beat up he's not thinking like oh you're calling yourself (laughs) you know these names yeah Yeah. he's i mean he's probably in a in a zone because he's getting beat up. So I mean, on well, Tariq's part, we see, you know, as we see um, Cal trying to come, to, you know, he's having to deal with what has happened. He's lost Tariq. He's, you know, looking in the mirror at his, you know, at his house, and he flashes back to that first night with him and Tariq and the do something, the do, the something. do something. And we had talked about that, you know, mm-hmm. that when you know Andre was here and said that that was more of him you know, talking to himself, trying to make himself do something. Mm-hmm. And we saw that reflected back in this scene tonight. Yeah. Oh my God. That's that's first, that storyline all across the board was just heartbreaking. Yeah. I think what's sad for, for, or what I really feel for Tariq is because I know he signed a confidentiality agreement, but that has to be extremely difficult to not have anybody he can talk to about it. Cause remember when he called, uh, the Lux 
telling or he's trying to call Eddie that, yeah. to say pack up my stuff and Abby answered her phone and he wanted so bad to tell her what happened. But look what happened the last time that he told Abby anything. Right. Ty, uh, Caldrick went and right. threatened her to the point where she was you know, put in a pickle. So he no longer wants to put anyone in that situation. So the I only way he can deal with it is by literally walking what away. What can he do though? Because bottling anything. all that up inside is going to... I didn't. You I didn't to see a therapist too. I didn't think <laughs> yeah, that whole complex. Yeah, therapy. I didn't. I didn't think that when Abby was asking what's wrong, I don't think that Tyreek was in a place where he wanted to tell Abby. He just he wants to just go home and be alone. I don't feel like like he wanted to tell Abby, but he couldn't because he signed forms. The state of the state of mind that that I felt that he was in, he just wants to go home, get the hell out of here, and he doesn't want to have anything to do with Los Angeles. Yeah. That's how I took it. He's got a bitter taste in his yeah, mouth. Yeah, absolutely bitter. Yeah. Well, you know, and he even says to her, when is enough enough? Yeah. You know, yeah. and she's like, what happened? He's just like, I gotta go. Yeah. And then the last thing we saw from them was when Cal brought two strippers home, and you know, He's why drunk. did they have to be strippers? They they <laughs> could just be. Oh, give me a break! They could be the group caption group. said stripper though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, strippers. It could have been the hoe at the club. It could have been anybody. But it was the fact that Caltrick in past episodes is known to going to strip right. clubs to make it rain, so right. he looks normal. <laughs> make it rain. <laughs> but he, bring, he brings these two strippers home, and then, and then he's uh, drunk. He's, right, he's drunk. Yeah, he's and then he goes into the restroom. We don't see him for a while, and then the strippers are out here. But, just, but when he's look, he's in the restroom again. He goes, yeah, to he's do something. Something. yeah. And um, then we come back, and the strippers finally go looking for him so they can get their money. I'm They're sure. like, baby, where are you? <laughs> yeah. They're all like half naked, ready right. to get in the tub, and they see the water kind of coming out the door. Little to to their knowledge, they open the door, and there he is lying on the floor. I hope he's still alive. With blood with blood and a razor blade yeah. a straight razor so talk about being wasted passed out and ouch you know it's gonna hurt in the morning if he lives yeah. this is really taken happened. you know taking a toll on him yeah. he well, can't handle it i mean now here comes the real part of me i mean let's be real he, he's not going anywhere he's he and um Tariq are the pretty much the stars he'll be back yeah yeah you know, they have the best storyline. He's not going anywhere, so... But it's still traumatic. Yeah. It yeah, is very traumatic. traumatic. And, and it, it's, I guess, during predictions, it's going to be really fun for us to mm. say what's going to happen with that whole situation because, you know, there's there's endless possibilities. Yeah. Well, there's two things with I want to... both of those two storylines, with Raquel and Connor yeah. and with Tyreek and mm-hmm. um, Caltrick. I was going to yeah. say, there, there's two things that have changed since the last time we were here. Um, first... If you guys know, I used to wear funny T-shirts all the time. Um, um, yeah, I'm really bummed that he doesn't have one. <laughs> and today, I even wore one on the finale when you I weren't know, there. So I need to borrow that one from you so I can wear it. <laughs> okay, Because I problem. haven't found any funny ones. But if you guys want to get any funny T-shirts or CDs or books or whatever, you can go to AfterBuzzTV.com. Right at the top there is an Amazon banner. And if you click that Amazon banner, it will take you straight to the Amazon website. But what, that, what happens is we get a portion of whatever you purchase from there. And you can make all your purchases there. We don't keep any of your information or anything. But if you want to help us out, keep uh, AfterBuzz running and keep seeing us each week, then that would be great. So, um, yeah, do that for us. And then the second thing is when we first started um, this, I guess this whole after show last time, there was no real uh, artist who was out as far as R&B or in the hip hop world. Right. But recently, Frank Ocean came out as at least bisexual and that's been like a, a lot of buzz so just talking about this cow to reek thing i thought that mm-hmm. was interesting how things have changed in that short period of time yeah i also have to say i like that the regular band that was in the first season is not in this season because mm-hmm. the music was way better 
Oh. I agree. I, the the music was slamming Ooh. for the party in the complex. The part- better, and but then, still, it was not that drab. Yeah. No, it was even it, the it opening. Was better, but yeah. I, I, uh. The only the only thing I liked was when they did the "Stand by Your Man" cover. That was good. Oh, that was yeah. yeah, that was hot. But yeah. I also like the intro, the music to the intro of yeah. the show. I thought that was hot. Yeah. yeah, we like the changes, LA complex. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So far, I so like. Good. Well, and two, the um, just like the beginning when you see you know Cal in the beginning, and then it like pauses and it does like the whole LA complex, you know, and mm-hmm. it freezes. It just kind of reminded me of like a Pulp Fiction type kind of you oh, know yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Just really like bam, bam. I liked that. So that was cool. I will say there's probably something Gam loved a lot. And that was the departure of Alicia. Hallelujah. <laughs> Bye, girl. You don't even have to like give her anything longer than a minute. You're Bye, gone. <laughs> You're See gone. Have I mean, fun on the Usher tour. But I mean, I mean I s- did I call it? It's not that we hate her character. Okay, I mean, no, it is, it's though. just the fact that her character, her character is just kind of misplaced in this whole situation. Yeah. I mean, she's a stripper. Well, kind of. A cow would like that. Um, <laughs> she's a stripper. Now she's a, a, a porn star and a dancer. And it's like, where does she really truly fit in? I love how the dancer was left. Well, she bo- finally booked the dancing yeah. gig at the end. But, but yeah, her character was just way too stereotypical for me. There was no real kind of depth or anything considering how they've had a different tweak on all the other characters mm-hmm. i just felt i just didn't i just really i think it sucks because you know there are a lot of there are a lot of dancers in la and it would have been great to have a great story that represents a lot of the dancers that are in la but this one just didn't particularly work and i called it at the bonus <laughs> episode with, with ben watson i said she's gonna go on tour and we're gonna never see her again because there's new characters coming which we were a little confused with okay, the new let's, character uh, let's talk about about Simon and Beth. What? Who, who are they? Are Simon and Beth? <laughs> I will. I will go to say. I think they will be the new tenants of the complex. Well, right. Of that, course. Yeah. They're At the boring, end, we see that. But it was. It's such a weird kind of intro. It there was. was no no connection. It was just. I thought we were like in a whole different show for yeah. a second. <laughs> there yeah, it was, was just no like, kind of mesh, you know. Yeah, it was, Beth, Beth, and Simon. They were at a com- they were at a, um at a, at a commercial shoot, and it's like, okay, well, who were these people? We didn't know who they were. No names were, were they said. Ca- they were in Canada, right? Yeah, they had to be in Canada. I think. Yeah, they I think were the license plates say Canada. Yeah, oh. yeah, they were in like Vancouver or something. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, because at the very beginning it said what's it, like because it it labeled where they were oh, that I obviously that. they're not in LA anymore. Huh. Mm. So like right when it first cuts, that to was them. right over my head. I, didn't I know. See that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just as I was as shocked with you as you just said. I'm like, uh-huh. who are these people and are we watching the right show? Yeah, but she Beth was actually she picked up the job to work on the commercial on Craigslist and she said that to the director which we didn't even know his name till the very end mm. they're not very good with introducing the characters no, no yeah. and this is a prime example of that it was just very I don't like, know who is the girl and I was like are they yeah. homeless but she are said that her wandering? brother yeah. answered the ad without her knowing mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. he answered the ad as an extra first and then she picked up a job as well and it was there was a the subtle clue of course when the boy got the food and he was eating so like hungry. he had the poor thing so, was hungry so that that was kind of a clue i mean i thought the funniest part of that whole scene was when the other boy um <laughs> when the other boy he wouldn't eat the yogurt because he was allergic to, he was allergic to dairy products and i am totally guilty of saying i could do something for an audition and I can't yeah. well, or I'll no, learn something stage mom you got that <laughs> yeah. was a prime example of a stage mom he's not allergic it's intolerant <laughs> yeah <laughs> it makes you me can sick do, though mom you can do it <laughs> poor 
kid. His, he probably, his mom was probably pitching him under his arm when <laughs> like he got fired. He'll have a tummy ache for the rest of the day, but we got money, so it's fine. <laughs> and then and then Simon knows it because he's been studying, and Bambi gets the part, and so he's going to get some money, but they're still homeless. and Yeah, living out in their car. Living out in their car. But I like how she... Lot. She went and negotiated mm-hmm. because she knew that she had leverage at this point. Mm-hmm. She knew that he he was going to step in there and do just a great job. And she's like, well, we'll pay you what we, we pay you. She's like, no, you just said that we're saving your butt. We want triple. Right. Yeah. And she's there. He was like, who are you? I'm whoever he needs me to be. Right. Mm-hmm. I like her. Yeah. I like her little her little quirkiness. And then in that, the real world, that's, that still would have never happened. But, you know. I mean, but you never know. You I mean, in that situation, never know. if you were truly shoot, out of luck, you never yeah. Know. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> um, and then I guess Simon gave her not Simon. What's the director's name that we found? Sam. Sam mm-hmm. gave her a card, and then at the end of their scene, we see that she looks at the card, and I guess she's going to drive to L.A. She's going to drive to I L.A. I think he kind of liked her. Mm-hmm. I think he had a little crush yeah. on Beth. He kind of gave her like an endearing look when he was like, "I like, I think your brother's great." But well, I think that that's because that's why he gave her the endearing look. It's mm-hmm. like your brother's great. We got the shot like in two takes, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. wow, where were you? Which he right. was the Simon was so cute. Where where have you been? I've been over there the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, no, I'm, never mind. Yeah, he was he was he was totally on it. Yeah, but I can see why he's attracted to her because she's she's cute girl. She's not like overly girly, and she's not really. Being clingy as most, yeah, I know. So she's I very could, yeah, confident, I could, and very like, confident. Yeah. So I could see why he's attracted to her. So yeah. I don't think it's an attraction. I thought he kind of like. I got, that's what I got. I thought he kind of liked her a little because just it was just like he, he, that'd be too he lingered, he lingered a, a little too long. And no, I, I think know. he just. I just. I think just from what he's used to as a director, especially in L.A., mm-hmm. everyone, and I'm sure you've seen this in recent, they start swinging from your nuts and <laughs> start kissing your butt. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, my God, who are you? But what it's can always you do for me? attractive when you're not. That's what exactly. I'm saying. It's always attractive. So, so that's why I thought, like, that's what I got from it. There was a little bit <laughs> of an attraction. <laughs> and she wasn't swinging from the vines. <laughs> but <laughs> oh, yeah, that happens a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why I thought he was attracted to her a little bit. I think he just appreciated her okay. for okay. the not wanting something from me. Well, let's talk about uh, my favorite character. Your girl. Abby. <laughs> <laughs> I love her so much. Uh, so, and the little love triangle we have going on, too. But first, yes. before we get to that, let's talk about her career. Because Abby, you know, booked the role. And then she gets some call from her agent. And he basically, she's trying to say, you know, oh, what did he say? I have an audition for you. And she was saying, oh, remember, I booked this movie role. He's like, oh, I didn't, I didn't tell you. What is you. up with this agent? This agent that, like, sucks. Like, you need to get a new agent. <laughs> it's like he never calls her when things get canceled. <laughs> so she's like, I guess she's all hyped up about this movie role. And, you know, she can't pay the rent because she's staying with Nick. And then Eddie basically says that if two people are staying here, the rent's going to go up $400. So that sucks for her. That kind of sucks it that really he sucks. did that. I thought Eddie at first was going to be cool. Yeah. yeah, but he was like, "No, you got to pay more." Yeah, we well, saw a different side of him this episode. Do, yeah, and we saw to run the complex. And we also business. and we saw a lot more of Eddie. He's his role is a little more important, at least mm-hmm. for the first episode. Mm-hmm. But I, me, me personally, I just want to speak as a person who actually is an apartment manager. Four hundred dollars is a lot of money. I recently just had a tenant who wanted to do um to add on to the lease. We only charge him a hundred dollars a month. Four hundred is a lot of money. Yeah. 
They probably only pay four hundred. No, I thought he said it was four hundred dollars more a month. Well, I know that's what I'm saying because yeah. he probably only pays four hundred anyway. Uh, so it was like four. You like know what I mean? Like per person uh, was that's probably still a lot, that's still a lot of money. For that yeah, crappy no, apartment it's, too. It's, yeah. It's a lot. Well, have you guys ever seen? When I first moved to LA, I actually did look into those like extended stay hotels, and they are they're expensive weekly. It's like crazy, like you know, almost four to five hundred dollars a week just yeah. to stay in those. So, a week? I, yeah. A oh, week. like the Archstones? Yeah. Jeez. Or wait, what? Those, is, those not the Archstones. Yeah. No, the no, ones no, that no. are off of the like Oakwoods. Yeah, Oakwoods. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oakwoods are even more expensive than that because they're fully furnished. So yeah. the unfurnished ones, the cheapest that I ever saw, were about that. It's crazy. It's expensive to live in California. If you guys don't live here in California, <laughs> LA, it's really expensive. So just feel for all yeah. the struggling artists. Just yeah. donations <laughs> to us yeah. if you want. Um, yes. But so yeah. please go to iTunes <laughs> and download <laughs> us so we can stay here. <laughs> so we don't have to go back home. <laughs> but go to iTunes, download the podcast, leave us your comments, let us know what you think about Cal and Tariq's very emotional kind of exchange tonight and you know just what you're thinking about the show if you liked you know the the new season opener and all of that. You know, it's really easy. It's just a couple clicks. Tell your friends, you know, rate and comment and let us know what you think. Thanks, guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, we appreciate it. We want to know what you think about yeah. it. I mean, there's a lot of craziness happening in the show. There and is. the love triangle now, which has gotten really interesting. So Abby is now trying to save face with losing that audition, uh, losing the movie role. Well, she lost the movie role, and then but she, she goes got, to a new audition. She goes to an audition. Sa- was it Saving Grace or Saying Grace? Saving. Saving, saving Grace. Saving Grace. A very it's a Christian show. It's a, it's a Christian show. And she's dressed like a prostitute. Yeah. <laughs> and it had Alan Thicke. <laughs> Alan Thicke. Alan Thicke's yes. my favorite. I love it. It's really ironic because Alan Thicke was on the show, was with, on Growing Pains mm-hmm. with Kirk Cameron, who was like really super religious. religious. Yeah. Yeah. And like literally got people kicked off of the shows because they weren't religious mm-hmm. or of not prostitute type things uh-huh. and so it was really funny how they brought that kind of like yeah. into this well yeah because that's what his that's what I was re- like, that's what his character is he has the power to kind of you know make or break since you know we find out that she actually books that show and so okay so when she does the audition what I found hilarious is she messed she messed up her lines and then when she was supposed to quote a scripture in the Bible <laughs> she was supposed to uh <laughs> She was supposed to quote uh, Philippians 4.13, and rather than saying Philippians 4.13, she says Filipino 14. I'm like, I'm like, girl, pick up a Bible. I mean, she was trying. She was trying hard. No, but, but my favorite was the end. Yes. When, she sold it. Yes, she sold she it at did. the end. She because she's, she's leaving the audition, and she's basically, she bombed the audition, obviously, and they're saying, you know, you basically have no part here. You're dressed like a prostitute. You're supposed to be a missionary. And like, <laughs> did your agent not tell you? And then she's leaving. She's like, well, first of all, I just want to thank you guys for changing the face of television. You're trying to put out a positive message, blah, 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 blah. And then she says, <laughs> he who cast the first stone without sin, or he who without sin cast the first stone. And then she's like, thank you guys so much. God bless. <laughs> I'm like, what? She's an actress. Yes, and she it was is. great. I was like, oh, okay. So I'm, I'm pretty All sure. All of a sudden she can quote prayers. Right. Scriptures and stuff. Right. She called people, you know, she called the pastors Filipinos. On her side, but Philippians is a hard book to remember. It okay. is. I forgot it was in the Bible when they even said it. I was like, wow, I know the book of Ruth and John and Psalms. <laughs> the the, the Filipinos? <laughs> is that a new one? Like, Filipinos, they're God. <laughs> That's a whole Pacquiao religion. Oh, my God. But then, um, so as far as love triangle goes, so she's still hooking up with Nick. 
And Nick. They're in a relationship. Seriously. They're I, living something together. I wasn't expecting to happen like long term. Yeah. I figured it was just be one or two quick hookups, but it's turned into something a little more serious as we mm-hmm. see. Um, and then Nick is now trying to go. He got a call for this writer's job for a TV show. You could see how thrown he was when he got mm-hmm. that call. Mm-hmm. It was like, wait a second, I'm, I'm a comedian. Wait, I have to put things on paper? I have a hard time <laughs> yeah. saying them. He's like, yeah, of course I have a writer's packet. Or what do you call it? <laughs> and then he's like, I got to figure out what that is. I said I had one. I don't for know what like, it is. <laughs> I mean, it, it's nice to see his transformation too because, you know, he's still trying to get his feet wet in the Hulk comedy thing and he's slowly but surely gaining more confidence. Um, mm-hmm. But obviously he's still not where he needs to be. And he goes to the interview where he runs into paul when uh the first episode of uh season one paul saw him at the comedy club and was like dude you suck right you need to go home yeah. and even before that though sabrina was in the lobby and psyched him out mm-hmm. um right before she, she went to go. like her they like have her. a really good chemistry mm-hmm. together and so that's i i like her yeah so when he goes into the audition she's there and i mean she just she gives it to him every time she just lets him have it and i totally love it some of the things that she was saying was like you know um um this is you know you've never done you've never done tv before and she just totally got into his head well telling him that he's been working on the same five minutes of comedy for what five years yeah the thing he has to be funny every day with him and her and why, although she was trying to get in his head, what she doesn't realize is she makes him better. Yeah. Right. yeah. She brings out the best in him. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be interesting with the love triangle, how that's exactly. all going to go down now that um, Abby and him decide, Nick decided to live together. But the fact that she was sitting there trying to get in his head, it's not working. Because right. when Paul puts him on the spot and was like, this guy? I didn't yeah. want this guy. Oh, that's who, this is Nick? Oh, he was so annoyed. And, you know, the fact that he says to him, show me something. Make me laugh right now. And he goes straight to Sabrina. Right. He opens the door and he's like, what, what did he say? Was I good in bed? Or am I good in bed? Yeah. And she just and killed she, it. And she, she just, killed yeah, it. Yeah. And she just goes right into it. But what I also like is, although she's insulting him, there are subtle things that she says that, that's, that, references that she still likes him well even when he went in remember she tells the guy sitting next to her we're in love Uh, (laughs) and i think she's serious yeah i know i think she's too yeah i think she really does like him and i think he likes her because if he didn't he would not have lied to abby yes because when abby was like well have you ever been to writer's room and he's like no and he's just like well is there anyone that you at least know do you uh, she said do you at least know anyone and he boldly looked at her and said no knowing that of course (gasps) sabrina Sabrina just told the truth yeah Yeah, i mean he likes sabrina but look what happened the last time he told abby the truth about sabrina although that's a different situation that's a whole sleeping together on the same day double dipping but he's said it in a whole different way though because if he would have been honest from the get-go right you know but he was only honest because he was forced to be i feel like this would have been the perfect opportunity mm-hmm. to say oh yeah you remember that girl sabrina she happens to be in the writer's room with me i mean and but, get it out the way it could have ruined his night though but yeah but as a, to get late but as a guy <laughs> I, as a guy i'm thinking if the next day oh it was really good you know what by the way guess what happened <laughs> Sabrina's there. there. You know, as a, as a, as a, well, I didn't what, know she got hired too. <laughs> really, man, she's there. I was what shocked. What right. That's what we guys do. You guys so are crap. I, I'm so I'm just. It is what it is. But I'm thinking maybe he'll, you know, do the typical guy lie. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, but he's also not the typical guy. So I don't think he's even that smart, smart. to do that. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, okay. no, I think he's gonna fumble and he's gonna mess it up. Something will happen where she'll just um, 
you know, kind of go and visit, and then she sees, and then it's awkward. Yeah, he should have got out of the way. Well, that or Sabrina shows up at well, the complex. Well, we're not. Oh yeah. Mm, I need some help writing. Mm. That's she might even do it on purpose. Oh yeah, because she's think, kind I, of she's vindictive like that. that way. I like that about her. <laughs> well, what we're gonna do on purpose is we're gonna take a commercial break and we're gonna come right back. <laughs> 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 The biggest new media platform <laughs> on the web just got bigger. More bandwidth, smoother streaming, lightning, fast download. And get technical with me. AfterBuzz TV is making the jump to hyperspace. Join the fun at your number one source for after-show entertainment. Look at the size of that thing. AfterBuzz TV. Want to find out what the after buzz is about? Janice is a drama queen. This yes. is the divide that is going to carry the series. Give us a call. 424-256-1729. 424-256-1729. It's television and they want it to be as dramatic as possible. I mean, it's Shakespearean. You never know what goes on behind closed doors. Find out why After Buzz TV is the number one source for after show content. Now, in the eyes of Jimmy... Nucky is a villain. 424-256-1729. 424-256-1729. I mean, who would you guys rather hear that from? Your husband or your best friend? <laughs> the wig! The wig will come out. That wig. When the TV show is over, get your After Buzz on. After Buzz TV News. Wow, let's talk about that commercial for a second. That was nice. I just want to get up and do like the shuffle. I know. Do something. That makes me want to dance. That was nice. Uh, but I think Kelly has some news for us. I do. I was reading an interview that Ben Watson did for he spoke to zaptoit.com because a lot of people were kind of a little bit outraged that there was an ad that was out promoting the LA complex and he was not in it. So a lot of fans were wondering, you know, what's what's happened, what happened to Tariq, and you know, he said that, you know, he'll be back. It's going to be a while before we see Tariq again because he's kind of run off left LA as we saw in this episode. So it'll be like a few months before we see him again. You know, it's so funny when I saw that I saw the same ad where uh-huh. they're all wearing orange in it. Uh-huh. The one person that I only noticed was gone was Alicia because I'm like, where's the blonde? Where's the blonde? <laughs> but um, he said not to worry that he'll be back. And that, you know, kind of with big ensemble cast, you kind of have to make room for other storylines. Right. So the season two is mainly going to focus on Cal's private struggle. So we're going to see a lot of Cal in the, you know, in this new season dealing with all of that. So I'm that good. doesn't Spoiler die. Spoiler alert. Yes, sorry. Spoiler alert. He doesn't die. <laughs> he doesn't die. <laughs> but Caljic had also said that in season two that there was going to, we're going to see some different changes in him and how we'll see him a little bit at the complex right, a so couple he times. Right, so yeah. a lot time ago when yeah. he was here talking about the roller coaster we're love you see. Andre <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but you know he also said that Tariq is basically going back home he wants to be loved so much and just kind of get away from LA that he's going to try to have some kind of a normal life and he also teases another spoiler you guys he teases that someone spoiler alert comes to get spoiler him. alert Someone, that oh, I, 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 I'd say who it is. It could be one person, oh. two people, but it, he alluded to it could be either Abby or Cal. But somebody or even comes, Dynasty. It could be. Oh. Somebody comes to get him to bring him back to L.A. But you know what I also thought was interesting? The whole story of, um, of Simon and Beth, mm-hmm. the little kids. They're in Canada. Right. And so maybe they'll cross paths or something. It, 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 that could happen. You, know? you never yeah, know. That could happen. Mm. And um, I also... Um, had uh, a little 
another spoiler alert, but it looks like Raquel gets a little guest starring role on Connor's show. What? So we're going to see that coming up. So we'll see what that has to do with their relationship. That's what um, happens when your boyfriend and girlfriend. some perks uh, there, huh? Yeah, all right. <laughs> so, so maybe they will be a little, you know, that relationship will work a little bit from here on out. Huh. I don't know. Uh, Looking forward to it. So who do you guys think will, uh, who do you guys think is going to um, come and get Tariq? Oh wait! Let's go to predictions. Yes, okay. let's let's do that. And now your AfterBuzz TV predictions. Um, I don't think it's gonna be Cal. Honestly, I don't know why. I just don't feel like he would go all the way up there to get him. Abby, I can see because Abby would be concerned just to make sure he's okay. Mm-hmm. Or maybe Abby's going back home for failed career. I'm saying it's Caldrick. I think he's gonna go get his man. <laughs> Stand by. Dynasty's man. a good one though. I, now that you say that, that's you know he's you know found his you know little money apprentice maker. and moneymaker and wants you know t- and knows that he didn't do you know feels bad for him I think and feels a little protective. So you know I'm I agree with you on that. Yeah, totally I think it might be that. Dynasty. I, mm-hmm. I think in heart I think. Uh, Cal would love to be the one to go and do it, but he's has such a struggle mm-hmm. with coming out for him to do it with just I don't think he's ready to blow his cover. Yeah. Well, well I mm-hmm. think with I think when they had the, the conversation when he was like um when they were having the conversation, uh, the last mm-hmm. conversation that they had, he did say something or alluded to the fact of um of something in regards to the relationship or, you know, say uh, make it right or something that he said mm-hmm. which kinda Basically, I kind of thought that Tariq was basically saying something like, you know, basically you need to tell everybody that you love me or something. So maybe. Uh, I mean, it could be. He's like, you know, they said that he's going to we'll see a lot of his struggle throughout this season. Mm -hmm. So it'll be very, very interesting to see what I think when it comes to Connor and Raquel. I think they're going to work out. I think once he finds out that he's going to be baby daddy, then it's it's he's going to I think he might change. And they're perfect for each other because they both have so many issues. They're both hot messes. <laughs> yeah. So but to make it more interesting, I believe Gary's going to come back. Could be. Well, um, the actress that plays Raquel in an interview, she said that they, she called their their um, relationship kind of like the messed up Ross and Rachel that <gasps> always come back to find each other. Oh yeah. So we'll see. That Maybe. makes sense. Maybe they'll have a baby. And then the love triangle, of course. I think it's gonna be really interesting with Nick, Sabrina, and Abby. I think Sabrina can totally take Abby out. <laughs> She's tough cookie. If anything, maybe it will be Abby that goes to Montreal. So Sabrina and yeah. it, it could be, you know, well, we got, what if that's where that show films? And maybe she'll go there. Ben and Simon or Beth and Simon will come here. And well, the you know. final prediction, which I know you all want to know, is Alicia coming back? <laughs> <laughs> Not till episode thirteen of this season. <laughs> Not to episode never. <laughs> the tour is done, guys. <laughs> I did great. I'm home. <laughs> All right, but tell us where we can find you. Miriam L. Gonzalez on Twitter. Bam Erickson on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> what? Love you. And you can find me at Kelly with an IE079 on Twitter and Instagram. And sorry, guys, if you were, I saw some tweets that you guys stayed up late to watch us and we were in Studio B. So I hope you were able to hear. Otherwise, you can find us on iTunes and YouTube tomorrow. And uh, you can follow me at Emilio E. Jr. and EmilioInnesJr.com. And we are out. Love you guys. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.